Welcome to the Charge Down with CB&D, where we take an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest game of all, Rugby League. How you doing, CB? How you doing? I'm excellent, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah I'm really good. We're doing things a little differently today. Yes. Um, wildly. Had to force you into a Zoom. <laughs> That's all right. We do things. It's going to be done. And we've got to yeah. bring the people at the NRL news. We do. We've got the technology. We do. Might as well use it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, rough, rough weekend for you. <laughs> it's like the constant theme that <laughs> keeps on giving, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's seeming a bit better for the Tigers, but we'll get into that when we get into it. Oh, mate. Celebration <laughs> over on your side of things. <laughs> kind of. Well, I mean, I'm not set, but it is. It's, I mean, it's nice to see. It's nice could have been. See. A, could have, we'll get to it, but it could have been a cricket score. It could have been. It could have been. Um, so, yeah, I mean, plenty of stuff happening off the field. We'll get into that as we go on. Um, yep. Shall we review the week that's just been? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's All start right. with my agony on another Thursday night. <laughs> All right, Thursday night. The Knights get the W over a very lackluster Broncos team, 27 to 6. Lackluster. Is that what we're using now to describe the Bronx? Well, when I was writing it down, I was like, how do you spell lackluster? And <laughs> lo and behold, it's spelled very weirdly. Yeah, look, um, I, don't even, I don't even know what to say. I, <laughs> I, I used up all my energy in the last two weeks. Talking yeah. about, I mean, I think when we did our tipping, I, I told you I, um, I zagged when everyone else went with the Knights. So I, I thought, I'll zag and go with yeah. the Bronx. Everyone and, zigged uh, and you zagged. Yeah, I just I thought it was worth a crack. Um, but, you know, they never fail to disappoint. <laughs> at, at least you didn't have any money on it. Um, no, I didn't actually. I'm not, not that silly. Um, <laughs> normally I would probably throw a couple of, couple of pennies at it, but I didn't. Um, I don't yeah. know. I think, look, you've got to give credit to the Knights. They turned up with a really good attitude. Yeah. And, and they, um, they looked a better team. The entire yep. game, let's be honest. I haven't seen them bring a poor attitude in quite a while. Um, True. We've been mid last year when they had a very average sort of game and then um, they still went on to, I guess, perform quite well in the future games. Yeah. Um, and all, all year this year, I've, I'm have i really rating them. Yeah, they've got a good mix of, of youth and, and experience, haven't they? Mm. They kind of look centred. I mean, Mitchell Pierce has been you know, godsend for them, really. He steers yeah. them around and you could see it, you know, on Thursday night, just how well controlled their, their sets were and they got to the spots they wanted to get to, kick to the areas they wanted to kick to and just kept the pressure on. Yeah. Um, the Broncos on the other side of things, you know, just lackluster, as you said. <laughs> just, they just, they don't look, um, what's the word? Like, I think we've talked about it before with Canberra, that enthusiasm of getting yeah. up, getting up out of your line and, you know, really just those little 1% plays, the extra effort, they just lack that like so much right now. And maybe there's a bit of a, a you know, lack of confidence. Could um, be. And we'll talk about that when we talk about the team selections. I mean, I think it's probably a cultural issue. Yeah. They say that they say that defense is, um, you know, a big part of defense is about the mental side of things and being engaged and they make, <laughs> they look, Bloody ordinary. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. It was so ordinary that I actually fell asleep at halftime. Oh. Um, 
Like, wow. I, yeah, I mean, I was tired. So it wasn't just because the Broncos were poor. Uh, <laughs> you, you were tired, the Broncos were putting you to sleep. Wow. Yeah. Now, look, um, we'll, we'll get to my, my scathing view of things when we get to the team list. But all the, all the talk coming out of that game was, you know, time for a big shakeup. Enough is enough. Yep. Um, can I just be, be honest in saying that they've been talking about that since bloody late last season? Yeah. And uh, we haven't seen it to this day. Their, their, Seabold's idea of a shakeup is, is uh, dropping a winger. <laughs> or something of the like like it's yeah. it's it's embarrassing at this point it is but we will get to the team lists um yeah. friday the first game on friday night we had the rabbitos put the sword to the warriors um 40 to 12 and also i guess i don't know if this was the final stroke but it brought an end to stephen kearney's coaching career at the warriors yeah it did um, Thrown the door this one was at Bank West, which was a, a home game for the Rabbits. Yeah. Um, look, mate, they look good. The Rabbits, they really did. They, uh, they were I've, flying. I've um, I've, I've had my doubts in the past, in the past couple of weeks, maybe even months leading up to the season restarting, and I was set that um, Latrell was not a fullback, but I've changed my outlook, man. It's crazy seeing the troll playing now he's mm. playing with i guess more passion he's not as he was at the roosters where he was kind of like a barnstorming sort of player he's um he's setting up tries now as opposed to being selfish about it and taking them himself um i i'm really rating him he's yeah. he's looking good in the fullback position yeah he's starting to show a bit of finesse doing mm. doing all those finer things on the field that you need from a fullback these days yeah um I think the team as a whole, though, has um, probably started to uh, get into the swing of things a little bit, you know, like they're a bit rusty, I think. And on paper, there was, there's no reason for them not to be a top four team. No, exactly. And the, they had that rust because Flykick wasn't in there. Um, as soon as Flykick came back, he just brought the attack to the, to the rabbits. True. He's probably, yeah, he's probably the, the underrated figure in their turnaround, isn't he? Yeah. Um, you're right there. Brings, brings that bit of spark, um, you know. Yeah, that's. I think you're you're spot on there. And the Warriors, like Kearney, obviously fell on the sword. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. I think um, the reality was they just got dismantled. Um, they, I think they scored the first try. The Warriors. Yeah. yeah. And then it they were was looking good. And they didn't score again until I think they scored the last try. So Something like that, yeah. It, it was, was forty. It was forty to forty unanswered points at one point. It was forty to six. Yep. With there it is with five minutes to go, and then and the um, that uh, Parsi went over in the seventy fifth minute. So it was a shellacking. It really was. What do you think they need though? Like why Warriors? are they so uh, yeah? Why are they so up and down? Similar to the Tigers, but I guess they're on that level just below the Tigers, where they aren't at, like they perform really well one week. And then they get wrecked the next. And um, what? Yeah, what is it? What is it that's stopping them from? Like they've got some names. They've signed mm. some good players in the past. When they when they had RTS, Isaac, Luke, and they had all these um, really gun players in their positions. Mm. I mean, RTS is still there, but um, look, what if is I it? had if I had the answer, I'd be a rich man. I think. That- <laughs> 
haven't, I mean, how long have they been in the comp now? Uh, 25 years. Yeah. I think um, nobody's been able to find the, the balance for that team. You know, yeah. on their day, they can, they can take it to anybody. Um, but you're right. The, 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 the gap between their best game and their worst game is just so, so far apart. Yeah. Um, and that's where you, you look at, you know, someone like the Roosters or the Storm, the gap between their best game and their worst game is so small, you know, yeah. someone's, they've got to find someone that can bridge the gap. I think something that you notice with a lot of the, the local clubs, I guess the Australian clubs is they're trying to find that mix of, because, because uh, let's be honest, if you look at some of the, the Islander players, typically the, the Warriors have obviously more usually. Yep. Um, those guys are so bloody talented. Mm. Um, but sometimes they, they, they need um, a bit more level-headedness, I think, maybe. It's, it's maybe the call. I, I, yeah, it could I don't be. know. Like, sometimes they, for all their flair, sometimes that's what brings them undone. So finding, yeah. for those guys, maybe finding the, the balance between the flair but also the, the structure. Um, they picked up Blake Green. He was a good, like, structure sort of player. He's been good for them, though. He has. Um, yeah. Still doesn't fix the problem, but he's... No. He's been good. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I've, I've always enjoyed watching the Warriors. I think they're, they're kind, they, them and the Raiders remind me of each other. Like, yeah. like the, they'd like to use the ball, you know, be a bit flary and take some risks that other teams typically don't. And yeah. I think that when you play like that, you've you got to live and die by it, you know? Exactly. And that's their problem probably is that when, they, when they're on, they're really on. And, uh, you know, what, the days that the passes aren't sticking or things aren't coming off for them. Um, they don't really have a plan B, it seems. Perhaps yep. that's probably it. Could be, could be. Um, just something that's popped into my mind quite recently. You know how they're speaking about opening up another team for Brisbane and yeah. um, doing all that sort of stuff. What are your thoughts on having like a another overseas sort of team like Fiji or something? Mm. Is that too far away or is that... It's hard to say. I think if they were going to do... Um, another team that's not Australian based, I think PNG is probably the the likely yeah a bit closer the likely team. I mean, we've got the PNG team in the Q Cup, yeah, um, and they're awesome to watch. They're one of my favourite teams to watch, and uh, yeah, so I think PNG is probably the most logical choice yeah. there. The war- um, the Warriors they the thing they they've got the all of New Zealand to pick from. Um, mm. The majority, not the majority. I don't know what the percentage is in the NRL between Polynesian players and yeah, non-Polynesian players. It's, I think it's like 30-something percent now. It's getting up there. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And, like, mm. obviously, they when New Zealand got rid of their Q Cup team... Um, and they, they played New South Wales Cup, I think. Oh, whatever it was. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and now they are based in... No, didn't you say... Who was their junior team? The Warriors mean? junior team didn't they? Um, didn't New Zealand disband their team and the players are now playing for Redcliffe or something? Oh no, no. Well, that see the change came about with the twenties. Is that what you're referring uh, to? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they use they feed they obviously feed to. Um, so as of next season, they'll they'll be teaming up with Redcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they've got that feeder arrangement, but I think they had one with the with the New South Wales team. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's strange that the. Warriors, I mean, they'll, they'll find an answer eventually, but hopefully it's sooner rather than later. I think just your comment on on um, them having 
the, the choice over there, I guess, is probably something to be mindful of is that Union is still the number one game. Yeah, of course. In, you know, in the, um, in the New Zealand side of things. So there's obviously pretty healthy competition there for star talent. Yep. And they don't lack talent, though, let's be honest. They, no, they've got it. They, they certainly, per capita, they're, they're easily the most incredible um, country. You know, mm-hmm. producing talent wise, it's phenomenal. So can't fault them. There's just trying to find that recipe made of, and you got to remember they're on the road a lot too, traveling, you know, across the, across, uh, the, ditch. across the ditch, you know, that's yeah. not easy. So I don't know. don't know what the answer is there, but I li- I'd like to see a successful Warriors team. Yeah. Um, the second game on Friday, Panthers put the hurt on storm Ooh. 21 to 14. This was mm. probably uh, it's not wasn't the game of the round, but man, it it blew it off the bark. I love that game. I love that game so much. It was a really good game. Um, ruined my tipping at this point. <laughs> at this point, I'm one of three because <laughs> of the because the Panthers. I think I said to you when I um, was looking at this game, I was like, oh, this is this is a danger game for Melbourne getting on the road to Campbelltown. Um, Penny Panthers have looked pretty good without looking great. Yeah, um, at times, but. Yeah, look, they were unbelievable. I think um, Cleary had a good game. He really did. Um, he um, that he slot that field goal at halftime. No, at another like four minutes left, and like mm-hmm. put the yeah, I loved it. It was good to watch. They were, um, I think, probably the best thing about the Panthers from from a Panthers fans' perspective would be the fact that they didn't crack under pressure. Storm threw everything at them. Yeah, late in that game, and and uh, they they showed. Um, that they've got what it takes to compete with with the top tier teams. So yeah, for sure, that'll give them a lot of confidence. Definitely will. I just want to quickly bring it back. I think I did this last week as well. Um, just to a prediction that I had, um, I didn't hit the <laughs> I didn't hit the nail on the head, but mm-hmm. I did say if anyone remembers in the last episode of the pod um, that Mitch Pierce field goal would win it for them. <laughs> but there was a Mitch Pierce field goal. It just it wasn't the the final nail though. No, they were already <laughs> they were already home and hosed. Yeah. Um, All right. Credit, 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 Stu. Yeah. What we'll do at the end golden, of the episode? Golden D to you again, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it to yourself, self service again this week, I, mate. I mean, someone's got to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole um, other thing. Yeah, that really is. Um, the what we'll do at the end of the pod, just before we do leave the people, we'll um we'll throw in some predictions for the round anyway. Yep. Um. All right, Saturday. Titans, Dragons. Yes, Dragons, Titans. Titans, Dragons. Dragons, 20 over Titans. Who'd you back on this one? Um, I backed the Titans. 20 to 8 it was, yeah. Oh, 20 to 8? Why did I have four written down? That's weird. No idea, but um, look, I, I I think I said at the very start of this game, I was like, and I'll always bring it back to my Broncos, the the Titans and the Dragons in structure and in attack looked way better than what the Bronx showed <laughs> on Thursday night. And considering the Bronx and Titans have got each other this week, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit anxious. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling a little antsy about this one, but uh, on the game on the other night, I, I did back the dragons. Um, I do think that they're a class above the Titans overall. I think just their squad, they've been underperforming. Yeah. I don't think they're as bad as, what their record has shown in the last little while. So uh, for me, that was an easy pick. I I thought that they had the tools to get the job done. And James Graham, uh, we'll talk about him heading overseas again, but that was his last game. And 
um, yep. for the Dragons and, and, and in the NRL. So I thought that that would mean something to the boys and they'd rise, rise for him. Yeah, I mean, the Dragons have looked ever since... I don't like to say it, but ever since they moved um, Ben Hunt to the bench to start, mm. it it's really it's done well. Difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, Clune's a good a good half too, isn't he? Yeah, good game manager. Mm. Um, and Dufty's been on fire as well, man. Dufty yeah, is a... putting in and the effort. Actually, shout out Lomax. He had a cracker on the weekend. Mm. Killed killed it for fantasy for me too. He yeah, same. <laughs> Fifty one plus, is it? Yeah, he did well. Yeah, I um. Yeah, he keeps... I don't know how he does it. He just keeps on getting up there. Mm. He used to be like... Yeah, we'll talk fantasy another time. He was low numbers, <laughs> yeah. Um, the second game on Saturday night. Oh, Ooh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Tigers, <laughs> with the first half onslaught, um, beat the Cowboys 36-20. to 20. Um, right. Obviously, the Cowboys came back in the second half. Talk which, us through it, mate. Talk all us right. through it. <laughs> all right, so... The Tigers scored, and then the Tigers scored, and then the Tigers scored, and the Tigers scored, and then the Tigers scored, then the Tigers scored. Five unanswered tries, um, and then obviously halftime happened. Yeah, six and... actually, <laughs> the record. Oh, it was six? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were up 34-0 mm, at the half. Yeah. And then you only scored two points in the second half. Yeah, which is the recipe for the Tigers, man. We do it all the time. We're not Why? playing 80 Why? minutes. Why? I honestly, we just get comfortable. I think it's just we go into the, the locker room at halftime and think, all right, we're good. We've won this game. But mm. really, there's going to be a team that's going to come back and um, make an absolute fool of us. But mm. I mean, the one man that really stood out to me in this game, Harry Grant, man. Harry Grant was absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah. it, it sucks that we only have him for the year at the moment. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, but, man, this week, Harry, Harry Grant gets the golden D. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got to get it, man. He's, his defense, his attack, his, he knows when to run out of dummy half. And mm. he's, he, yeah. he's a good player. He's a mm. player of the future. That's true. I called it. I've been telling you for ages. You have, you have. And yeah, I mean, it was only a matter of time till he got the golden day. So props <laughs> to you, Harry Grant. Props <laughs> to you. That's funny. Well, look, my take on that game, uh, 34 nil. Mm. Shame, on, shame on you, Cowboys. Shame on you. Queensland in general. Yeah, we're struggling up here. One thing I will say, at 34 nil at the half, I was like, all right. This is going to take some shine off of that 59-0. That we, that we there was a little piece of me that was like, oh, please, dear God, <laughs> let them crack 60. Um, and then your boys went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> they just straight up went to sleep. You've got to give Cowboys credit there for, for um, showing a bit of resolve, mate. Yeah, showing a yeah. bit of resolve. They, they could have easily just um, mailed that second half in, but they, they went out there and um, and, you know, gave it their all and left it all out there. And unfortunately you just can't give teams a 34 points head start like that. Nah. And um, you know, they weren't, they were too, too far behind to, to bring that one back and make it interesting. But a um, couple of big shiners for your boys. I actually just, you know, I have to give respect to Embi. I think that yeah. for someone that people were a bit unsure about what his career was going to look like a few years back, he's really found a home in the centers for you guys. Yeah. Um, now he's leading the team and, I think he's doing a really good job, and I think that um, 
your team right now, uh, they're on the up. You know? Yeah. I think they've got, they've got some exciting stuff to look forward to. Um, I did have a little hot take today, little um, moment where I think that if you look at uh, the Bronx, yeah, we've got, a, we've got a couple of little things going on. Uh, the, the, the word is that the Storm are waiting to hear uh, about Cameron Smith. What is he going to do? Is he going to play on next season? Yep. Um, the dilemma for them is if he does play on, there's a fair chance that Harry's asking for a release and would likely stay at the Tigers. I if mean, I, I hope... I'm, if I'm if I'm the Bronx um, head honchos right now, I'm basically letting Turpin go. He's off contract at the end of this year, and I like Turps. Don't get me wrong, I like Turps. Yeah. But but I'm giving the Storm an ultimatum, and I'm saying you either keep Cam on for another year, and then I'm giving Harry a call and saying, "Hey, mate, how would you like to come home? Come back to <laughs> Queensland? Come back to Brizzy?" Uh, or if they decide that they want to hang on to Harry because he's the future, hey, Cameron, how would you like to come home for a year? <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything, hey. Uh, I just, I don't think, t- to be, I've lost so much faith in my team right now, my club. <laughs> I feel like they're too stupid to figure that out, but it would be incredible because, you know, think about it. Harry Grant's a, a you know, a future maroon number nine in all likeliness yeah a huge future and if they if the storm decided to hang on to him and you could get another year out of cam up here in brizzy imagine what he could do for our young forwards and our team in general just even if he didn't play 100 percent, mate like he'd just be huge club so either way the bronx should be um should be looking at those things and trying to make something like that happen tell me i'm wrong i mean no they the broncos need the influential player like cam smith Mm. um just yeah it, he, I mean, he's old, but he just keeps on getting better. He's like a fine wine. Yeah, he just definitely. Keeps, he's getting better. As much as I hate it, <laughs> he's, no, he's good. He's good. Watch this space. Let's see if um, <laughs> let's see if the Bronx head guys are listening to our pod. Yeah, you can um, give, me credit, give me credit for that one. <laughs> the final game for Saturday, though, we got the Roosters managed to mm. get the win over the Eels, and game as I said, of the season. Yeah, definitely. It was absolutely crazy um and i do want to say that i got the prediction right that uh, the roosters would um slay the eels yeah you called that it was going to be a big score though and it wasn't let's no you're right you're right the roosters got a couple of sneaky ones late to to blow it out but that game was tight and mm. and uh both teams were bloody on man they would have put they would have put 50 on nearly any other club on that night. They both yep. were outstanding. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Two teams that I don't barrack for in the slightest. Yeah. But as a league fan, absolutely loved it. I'd watch that game again in a heartbeat. And speaking of a fine wine, the Morris boys. Oh. Honestly. Mate. They're, they're just unbelievable, hey? They're, they're getting better. They are. The, and the effort plays. Like, mm. those guys just don't quit on anything. Yeah. They pop up. They pop up in every situation. You can't fault their effort. I don't know what kind of money they're on at the Roosters, but they are probably the buyers of the season. Yeah, I, I can't believe that they're on much money at all, um, mm. because obviously well, the Roosters salary cap. Unofficial, unofficial <laughs> you know. Oh, Nicky boy's got some brown paper bags. He looks after. <laughs> he looks after his own, so I'm sure they got something, something, something. <laughs> yeah, probably. 
Um, but yeah, definitely game of the round. Teddy got knocked out. <laughs> he got Oof. knocked the heck out. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't there some big hits on the weekend too? We forgot to mention those. Oh man, huge hits. So, we haven't gotten to like some of the big ones as well. Like there's some some bigger hits in Sunday's games. True, true. Well, um, obviously yeah, on. on well on Thursday night, um, Pangai leveled Clem. <laughs> oh yeah, that you don't see Clem get leveled often. No, that was a cracker. And then obviously in that Roosters game. Uh, in para game, Sivo took the life out of Teddy, your boy. Yeah, I was. Sure um, my heart sure. was up in my throat. Yeah, I'm sure you slid into his DMs to make sure he was okay. You okay, baby? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, Jesus, he took took the life out of that man. Yeah, that straight up, straight up murder. Anyone, any other fullback in the game at the moment is standing in front uh, in the same position as Teddy. If there's <laughs> any other fullback doing it. They would have gone for like a legs tackle or maybe try to like avoid him a little bit. But yeah. Teddy put his whole body on the line and Mate. it didn't pay off for him. But man, the commitment. Yeah. Like you jumped in front of a freaking steam train. Yeah, that was, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, look, I've been debating this with a mate of mine. Was, did Sivo murder Teddy or did Teddy commit suicide by stepping <laughs> in front of Sivo? Like, tell me. It could go either way, man. You're arguing really that. good. You're arguing that to a judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit. If you're seeing Sivo in that form, man. Get out the way. <laughs> Let the man score. It was crazy. Yeah. Props to him, though. Like, he, he put oh, up a fight. I'll give him, mate, 10 for courage. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first game on Sunday, we had the very... Oh, talk about courage. That courageous mm. manly team getting the mm. win over the Raiders, 14-6. Mm. to six. But at what cost? Man. Yeah, they got they got some issues, eh? What a yeah. way, what a what a way to to um seal the victory though with one. I think they finished the game with one healthy body on the bench. Yeah, Absolute they had two gutsy. bodies off the like. Yeah, in the first five minutes. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, now that was gutsy. Um, I think I said to you in the tipping, I went Canberra, but actually originally I put Manly in, and then I looked at it and thought, oh, you know what? Canberra is such a good side and they haven't played well the last couple of weeks. I just expected them to, to fire up. Yeah. Um, I actually think Canberra's problem is they're playing away from home. Their home game being, I think they're playing out of Campbelltown as well. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that's suiting them at all. They're not, they're not the best team on the road in the, uh, in the best of times, let alone this COVID situation. I think they'd be dying yeah. to get home. I think that's, if that's in Canberra, that that's a different game. Yeah, for sure. But full credit to Manly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it sucks to see players go down. Um, did you watch any of the post-match interviews? Yeah. With Cherry Evans. He, like, yeah. he was almost on the verge of tears. Yeah. Didn't, like, he drop, didn't he drop a bomb? I think he... Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Dropped yeah, the F-bomb yeah. live on TV. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, Jake was in high hopes as well. The, Jake, I think... Jake, Jake, is, Jake, <laughs> Jake reminds me of like... Just one of the boys, hey, like <laughs> straight up just after a game. He's like, oh, yeah, mate, yeah, best game ever. Like he was just yeah. so happy, so happy and like big smile on his face. Yeah, huge effort. and But he just seems like a good dude, hey. Yeah, he really he really does. Like um, one of the most genuine looking, like he just, he's he doesn't have an ounce of, um, I don't know what the word is. He just seems like a good character guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
But big, um, effort, big, back, yeah. big effort. We'll see. We'll see with the team list how many people they're going to be missing. But uh, they, they had a few injuries, including Tommy Turbo at the end there. Yeah. Just before we move on to the last game of the round, um, I do want to bring up that that was. I think that was the last game that was played at Campbelltown of the round. Um, yep. Obviously, the Sharks yeah, were was. playing there, and yeah, like the the Tigers played there. All those injuries came. Um, yep. I think it was three games there over the weekend. I don't know who else played there. Um, but man, that ground must be so torn up. Panthers, I'd be Panthers, Panthers play there. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's rough. Like yeah. Friday, if, Saturday, Sunday. If that ga- if yeah, it sucks that Turbo played on there with his hamstring already sort of mm-hmm. wasn't the greatest. Um, yeah. those injuries, and then he takes a bad step on the ground, and I don't know. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I agree. It was definitely. Um, wasn't a good field for the weekend, definitely. No, but they, they have moved some games, which is good to hear. Um, but the last game of the round, Sharks just got the two points over the Dogs by two points. Yeah. Um, very hard-hitting game. Like, sure, it's like two really... Who wants to watch these sorts of games on fr- on Sunday Arvo? Um, <laughs> Ouch. I know, you said it last week. You said this is like yeah. a meh game. <laughs> Um, it is. It was, yeah. But they both put on pretty good show. I think. That, yeah. I think there was probably um, quite a few errors. Um, I think looking at it, I was just having a look before. I'll bring it back up. But there was, um, yeah, a lot of missed tackles. So Cronulla missed twenty nine tackles. Uh, dogs missed thirty five. Yeah. Each they each had eight errors. Uh, a couple of sin bins in there as well. Yeah. Um, completions were actually pretty good, but. Um, so it wasn't the worst game ever. I think the thing that kept it exciting was that um, it was kind of a survival of the fittest in, in this one. You know, they kind of just yeah. battled it out and the Sharkies were too good in the end and got the got the W. Yeah, they're both sitting on one win each and then Sharks just got their second. Yep. Good on them, good on them. But that does wrap up the actual the round. Uh, what are your thoughts altogether? Um, I thought it was a... A quality round of footy overall, to be completely honest. I yeah. didn't mind it. Um, I did see, we talked about this before the footy came back. They, they've been streaming it around the world and there were some good responses from the American audience. Yeah, they watched that Teddy hit. <laughs> which was pretty cool. Yeah, which was pretty cool. And, that, well, and obviously we forgot to mention, though, but Moylan. Oh, DWZ and Moylan. Yeah. <laughs> Dallin that was a hit. Gave Moylan a flogging, which was good. But he bounced straight back up. Credit to him to take the hit and just get up. Hey, he was yeah. He was laughing about it later. Yeah. So the American audience certainly enjoyed that, and I think that's you know it was a good, I mean, big opportunity for us to be showing the game globally like that and massive getting into that American audience. If only they would stop calling it rugby and they'd actually know that it's rugby league. Yeah. That's probably my only frustration with that whole thing is they just don't understand it. They keep calling it rugby. Yeah. Ah, well, it is what it is. Um, so, do you want to get into the team lists or do you want to just cover off a few things first? Yeah, do the cover off. Yeah, cover off some stuff. All right. Well, we'll get, I don't know if we'll mention James Graham later or if you want to just bring it up now. Um, no, just get into it, mate. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, James Graham is going back to finish the rest of his career at St. Helens. Um, effective immediately. Effective immediately. There it is. Mm. Man, what a good bloke, though. Like, James Graham is a competitor. Quality, quality guy on and off the field. Yeah. Um, 
has had a couple of little indiscretions. I do recall <laughs> a little, if you ask Billy Slater, he might have a different opinion. I think he had a little nibble on Slater's ear back in the day. But Yeah, I remember um, that game. Yeah, but he's an absolute workhorse um, and a, a real winner, you know, a real, yeah. a real winner everywhere he went. Um, and, you know, I think probably a good, um, good example and role model for the English guys looking to come out here and make an impact. He yeah. certainly did that. I think he's probably up there with, you know, top three, top five um, English guys to have ever played in Australia. I think he's, yeah, he's right up there. For sure, for sure. Um, just on that note of English players and James Graham going back to um, Super League, the um, I have heard. I don't think this is true. I do believe it's a rumor, if anything. Um, but I have heard that uh, Benji might be on his way to finish his career overseas as well. Yeah. Um, like before the end of the season. Before the end of the season. Is the Super League back yet? I don't think it's back yet, is it? No, no, not yet. But I mean, it's just a matter of time. Most sports are back. FIFA, the, not FIFA, the, the soccer's the back. The EPL's EPL. back. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Brown has copped a two-match ban from the massive hit. And yeah. Yeah, he's, um, I thought I thought that one was inevitable. To be honest, after seeing the game and seeing the hit, I thought that um, he would get suspended for a couple of weeks, and he did. So, yeah, for not sure. Much more to, not much more to add to that. Um, one thing that I'm pretty sure this is a rumor as well, but I have heard it come up in a few chats and on a few pages as well. Um, your boy David Fafita. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that the Titans are ready to table a five-year deal on five mil. Um. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't really have much to say to that. I mean, if you want to go and ruin your career, yeah, people have going, said that it's um it's like, where you go to end your career. Yeah, if you want to travel down the M1 to to the Goldie to uh, just to pick up the paycheck, mate, then you know can't argue with that. But uh, miss me with that one. So. <laughs> maybe any, maybe Holbrook is someone that he wants to play under. Maybe, mate. You never know with these guys. But I'm pretty confident with Boyd um, finishing up at the end of the season. Um, it's. I personally have been saying that I think it's already a done deal, um, yeah. and that they're just waiting for the for the cash to be freed up to to give big big Davy Boy whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, he's the he's the future of our club, and if we lose him. Um, <laughs> With what I've seen recently, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't hold it <laughs> against him. But um, but I do think that the Bronx have probably got that one sewn up. And I'm, I'm, I'd like to think so anyway. yeah. Just hope the he ro- hasn't got that jumping off the boat mentality. True. And the Roosters are going to have a shake at it, have a crack at him as well. So, um, you know, they typically get the guys they go after. So that'll be interesting as well. Yeah, very interesting. Um, but let's get into this team list, shall we? we shall. Round seven. Round seven. Crazy. Seven weeks already, in. Well, already there. <laughs> more sort than seven of. weeks in. Five, five new weeks. <laughs> yeah. Which is bonkers to think. Five new weeks. Yeah, it's been, it's been five weeks already. It's crazy. It is crazy. Do you want to um, start it off on Thursday night? Yeah, mate, definitely. Um, obviously, Thursday night, we've got a interesting game. It's, um, it's at Net Strata Jubilee Stadium in Cogra. Yes. Um, move this game is, to Cogra. Yeah, which is the Panthers versus the Bunnies. Um, so team, there's a couple of ins. 
for both sides there, which we'll run through. Um, Panthers have got Dylan Edwards at the back. Um, Josh Mansour and Brian To'o on the wings. Dean Fare and Stephen Crichton in the centres. Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary um, in the six and seven. Nothing changes there. James Talmau up front. Coruscant on the nine. James Fisher-Harris up front with Kikau, Liam Martin in the back row. And then Isaiah Yo in the 13 jersey. Yep. Um, the bench, though, Matt Burton in the 14 again holds down his holds down a spot. He didn't play a minute last week. No. Um, Zane Televano is there and Moses Leota, uh, along with Billy Burns on the yes. bench again. It's a good-looking team. The reserve list uh, there is Mitch Kenny, Brent Naden, Jack Hetherington and Tyrone May are in the reserves. So yeah. pretty much an unchanged side, I believe. Um, yes. Tyrone May won't be too far off from returning his... He served his, uh, oh, in the centres maybe. No, I can't see it. Hey, I can't see them moving Crichton or Faro to be honest. But I think he, he, he was might. good. It's just because of his six-week ban that he had. Yeah, true. Yeah, we'll see. Um, the rabbits, Latrell at the back, Gagai and Alex Johnston on the wings, Campbell Graham and Braden Burns in the three and four, uh, fly kick Walker in the six, Reynolds in seven. Tavita Tatola holds down his eight jersey. Mm. Um, Damian Cook in nine, no surprises there. Thomas Burgess in 10. Jaden Sewer, Ethan Lowe, and Cameron Murray round out 11, 12, 13. Off the bench, Liam Knight. He's been huge for them. Um, Bailey Sirenen, Patrick Mago, and Jimmy the Jet Roberts is back. He's back from rehab. So that'll be a good inclusion. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually moves into the starting squad, but um, we'll see. It's interesting if he has come off the bench, how they use him. For Braden Burns or for Campbell Graham? I would have thought Braden Burns, yeah. Campbell Graham's been really good for the Bunnies. He has been good, and I think that they rate him pretty highly too. So, Yes. Um, reserves there, Mark Nichols, um, uh, Hamie Sele, Troy Dargan, and Corey Allen. Mm. Who you got? Uh, whew, that's a really good question. This is a tough. This is a tough one. Um, it's a flip of the coin. For yeah, sure. I'm going to go with the rabbits. I think that they're building. Yeah, yeah. You know, I reckon. You reckon the Panthers are going to fall off their high from beating the Storm? I actually do. I think that that's probably something that I. You know, they're still not the top type of team that shows the utmost consistency. I think that perhaps um, if they have a little slip that the, the rabbits will take advantage. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There you go. Um, I will go the Panthers. I think the, the win over the storm is going to snowball and I think they're going to go for like a six or seven game streak of wins. Oh, okay. Um, first game on Friday night, we have the storm versus the warriors, which man, I don't know. <laughs> the scoreline is going to be very odd. <laughs> Yeah, this one could get ugly. Although good. the game's been moved from Melbourne, so... Yeah, that's true. That helps the Warriors. It's, it's also a Cogra. Um, so we, the Storm are lining up how they usually do, except there's a couple of ins. We've got Ryan Pappenhausen in the fullback with Vunavalu and Josh Adokai is back on the wing. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Olam and Brenko Lee in the centres. Probably your best centres in the game at the moment. Um, what? Well, the, sorry, best centres playing like the the best that they have like it's the best 
That's... I totally do not understand what you just said. <laughs> so like I mean, most, Im- it... not improved, but like, I guess it could be improved. You just said the best centers in the game, mate. Come on now. Okay. Take it back. Take okay, it. I'll, take, I'll take it back. Take it back. <laughs> Sorry um... to put you on the spot there. <laughs> no, they've, I mean, they're playing been really solid. well. Yeah. They've been solid, yeah. I think Justin Olam, I said last week, he's awesome to watch. Yeah, and like Branko Lee coming from, I think he's played at the Knights, he's played at the Titans. Um, yeah. To come to the Storm and perform the way he is. Mm. Storm have a way of doing that with guys. They, they seem do. to grow another leg when they go to the go to Melbourne. Yep. Uh, Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes is back. Yes. Um, so that should be interesting. He should be able to lock down that seven jersey for the rest of the season if he avoids injury. Yep. Um, Jesse Bromwich, Cam Smith, uh, Christian Welsh, uh, Felice Kafusi, uh, Kenny Bromwich, and Dale Finucane. Um Christian Welsh has been named in the number 10 jersey, but just like past weeks, um, on the interchange, you have Brandon Smith, who's probably going to slot in there at the start of the game anyway. Um, Tino Farmasili. Nope. Farmas- nope. La, 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 la. I think it's Falsu Amali. Falsu Amali. Let's go with that. Um, Tom Eisenhuth and Nelson Asafa Salomona with Riley Jacks dropping out into the reserves. Um, got the Warriors again. I got the Warriors again. <laughs> <laughs> this is bonkers. Um, Warriors really are lining to, up. We really <laughs> need to get our um, to get our, our Polynesian names down, mate. We need some practice. We do. Um, the Warriors actually have their best back three back again. So RTS at fullback and on the wings, they have David Fusatua and Ken Mamalo. So they're back. Should be interesting yeah. to see. Uh, Peter Hiku and Patrick Herbert in the centers. Um, the forwards are lining up with uh, Jermaine Tanoa Brown, Carl Lawton, Lachlan Burr, uh, Jack Murchie, Tohu Harris, and Adam Blair. With the yeah. interchange, my boy Chanel Harris Tavita's back, which is good to see. Yeah. Um, this is Farmosuli. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ignatius Parsi and Isaiah Papali'i is back as well. Um, Good to see that they've brought back Chanel Harris Tavita. Isn't it interesting that the teams like the Warriors and even a couple of other clubs, they're happy to bring guys in, you know, yeah. that that uh, warrant the changes in their team. Yet my club <laughs> make these excuses. Oh, we can't bring this guy in because he hasn't been playing. Well, what do you think other clubs are doing, mate? Yeah. Like, seriously. Anyway. I think um, throughout this game, I have a feeling Carl Lawton is probably going to get a rest about maybe halfway in or maybe mm. even 20 minutes in. And then um, Cody Nicarima will slot into the number nine with yeah. Chanel harris Tavita coming in. Yeah, um, I, think I think you're probably right. But who you got? Um, I'm going to go Storm. Yeah. And probably by... A lot. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. Okay. I think probably by 20. Still by 20? Yeah. Um, I think it'll be closer than you think. Mm. Um, even well, though Storm actually, are coming off a loss. Actually, Warriors have a really good record against the Storm. Mm. So that's true. That's true. Storm by 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Storm by 2. Okay. One thing I just want to quickly mention um, with the Storm is yep. um, in the reserves, they've got Nico Hines, um, Sunny Coast represent. Yeah. He was um, teammate to um, 
a few of the guys actually in their squad are, have um, gone through the, the sunny coast ranks. Um, but Nick, but Nico Hines, um, he's certainly somebody to watch out for too. I think he's, uh, he's got a bright future, mate, and they rate him pretty highly. And he's not far away from getting a spot if someone, you know, someone slips in form or, um, or if there's an injury. I think he's literally one move away from, from getting a start. And just remember the name, Nico Hines. I think he'll be someone to keep an eye on. Okay. Will do. Will do. Um, second game on Friday. Yeah, this one, um, this one, it's hard to it's hard to know. This is like the the old rivalry. Um, yeah, the Anzac you know, game that we never roosters. Got. Yeah, the Roosters Dragons um, is who we're talking about. Uh, the Roosters are overwhelming favourites, and rightly so. Um, they are a dollar eleven with <laughs> Dragons paying six dollars fifty. So, so if you if you fancy the Dragons for an upset, mate, you're going to get handsomely rewarded. It might be worth it. Maybe. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what are the team's looking like? So, Jimmy uh, Tedesco is there at the back, despite, despite getting, his... Um, getting flattened. Yeah, despite being knocked into next week. Um, I think he's already there. He's waiting, <laughs> uh, recovering. Yep. Um, Tupo on the wing with um, Brett Morris. Um, brother Josh in the centres with um, Joey Manu. Kiri and Flanagan in the halves. Um, Wabira Hargreaves up front. Jake Friend in the nine. Takiaho in 10. Angus Crichton and Boyd Cordner and Victor Radley in the back row. Bloody formidable back row, that is. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. What an embarrassment of riches. Uh, interchange, Sam Verrills, um, Isaac Liu, Nat Butcher and Lindsay Collins. He comes back. Love Lindsay Collins. He had a bit of a shoulder injury last week. Yeah. Um, so Tupanua, Mitch Orbison, Ryan Hall, and Lachlan Lamb are all in the reserves that obviously won't get a crack. Imagine having those players in your reserves. <laughs> well, yeah, Tupanua, Orbison, and Hall could, could easily walk into, you know, 15 other teams. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's an interesting bench, the, the ex- extended bench, I should show. Yep. Uh, Dragons have got Dufty at the back. Um, Ravalava uh, in... The wing with Jason Saab moves into the squad. Saab's back. Saab is back. Um, Ewan Aitken and Zach Lomax in the centres. Corey Norman and Clune in the halves. Blake Lowry up front. Cameron McInnes in the nine. Paul Vaughan in the ten. Tyson Frizzell. Um, Fuimanu in 12. Trent Merrin in 13. Tyson Frizzell. Did I mention Tyson Frizzell? Yeah, you did. He's in the 11. Um, ben Hunt. Holding down that 14 jersey. Imagine having a guy on a million dollars a year and he's wearing your 14 jersey. <laughs> Just saying. To be fair, he played, um, I think he came on like the 15th minute Yeah, last week. Played big minutes. It's been working for them. Um, the only thing I will say that, just to make it fair with my little jab at the Dragons there is, we've got a million dollar man playing in six and he shouldn't have a number at all. So. <laughs> Uh, Josh Kerr, Jacob Host, and Jackson Ford round out the bench for the Dragons. Corbin yep. Sims can't even get in the team right now. Yeah. Um, Tristan Saylor is not far away, and uh, Lafay is pretty close too in the reserves, along with Billy Britton. Who you got? Um, well, I've got the Roosters because I always back the Roosters. Um, and I would say it's going to be a close game. Um, I reckon at half time it's going to be 10 all. 
but then the Roosters are going to run up, run over them at the end of the game. Right. Okay. Who you got? Roosters by as many as you like. Yeah. Yeah, I think this could be the round for the, for a couple of blowouts. Okay. Um, first game on Saturday, though, we have the Cowboys versus the Knights at um, Queensland Country Bank Stadium up in mm. Townsville. Um, the Hammer in the number one jersey for the Cowboys still with yep. um, old mate still injured. I forgot his name. Um, who's the Cowboys fullback normally? <laughs> um, Completely mind blanked. You put me on the spot. Who was playing fullback for him? Before he went, he came there. from the NFL. Oh, Valentine Holmes. Valentine so, Holmes. Yeah. There we go. Valentine Holmes. Yeah, he's still <laughs> he's still injured. Seven to mind blank myself. Yeah, um, Carl Felt and Connolly Lemmy Lemmy Liu or something <laughs> um, with <laughs> Eastside Masters great. and Justin O'Neill in the centers. Uh, Scott Wart, Scott Drinkwater and Jake Clifford. <laughs> Scott Water. <laughs> What's the plot, mate? Yeah, it's late. Um, and Jake Clifford in the in the halves as well. Uh, Josh Maguire, Reese Robson, Francis Molo, Mitch Dunn, Cohen Hess, and JT in the forwards with Ben Hampton, Gavin Cooper, Peter Holler, and Ruben Cotter on the interchange. Mm. Um, with Jordan McLean in the reserves and Jake Granville still chilling down there as well. Um, <clears throat> the Knights are lining up exactly like they did last week uh, with Kalen Ponga in the number one jersey. With Edric Lee and Heimel Hunt in on the wings, with um, Tulala and Shibasaki in the centres. Your halves are Kurt Mann and Mitch Pierce. Man, Kurt Mann has just gotten better. Yeah, he's he's definitely um, showing some promise. That's for sure. He is. Um, the forwards consist of David Clemmer, Andrew McCulloch, Daniel Saifiti, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, Sione Matautia, and Tim Glasby. With the interchange, your boy Tex Hoy. Um, holding Jake, it down, holding it down. Uh, Jacob Safidi, Herman Sasa, and Aiden Guerra. Um, that's a good looking interchange. Yeah, it's solid. Mm. Definitely solid. Definitely Jacob is. Sa- Jacob Safidi is certainly showing some a lot of promise too. Yeah. Um, sorry, I did say that the team is the same as last week. It's not the same as last week because Brabham Best is, is out. out. He um he's true. breaching some COVID rules. Yes. Apparently he was filing. There's a process that you've got to go through and he was following the process and then missed a step or something. And that's yeah. cost him. Yeah. I mean, he's young, so we that's can forgive him. All right. Who you got? Second game Saturday, which... Uh, oh, hold, on, can... hold on, hold on. Who you got? Cowboys? <laughs> Cowboys um, Knights? You know what? Fuck it. Cowboys. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Cowboys, um, Cowboys to get themselves a, a W. Oh, I don't know. That's now that I said it out loud, it feels stupid. <laughs> I okay. Probably the Knights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Golden Point game. Um, it'll go to Golden Point the actual mm. time, and uh, the Knights will get a field goal with Mitch Pierce. Yeah, He's going to be okay. kicking them left, right, and center. Sure. You went Pierce last week for a fieldy, and he he delivered. Yep. Um, second game on Saturday is the Broncos and the Titans. Now, just a little shout out to a mate of mine, Justin. Got me tickets, so nice. I am I am heading to this game. Um, 
please don't disappoint me, boys. <laughs> <sighs> don't know if my heart can handle it for another week. Not in person, um, anyway. So the report was big change to the team this week, <laughs> if you can call it that. Jermaine Osako has been dropped from fullback and Tessie knew the 18-year-old's been rushed in. Um, so excitement machine. Be good to see him playing. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's a, I don't know that it's a huge change. Uh, Corey Oates is on the wing with Xavier Coates uh, on the other wing. Darius Boyd, Herbie Farnworth in the centres. Milford and Croft in the halves. Matt Lodge up front with Isaac Luke. Uh, and Payne Haas. Um, back row is Alex Glenn, Tavita Pangai Jr. and Joe Offahangawi. The interchange sees Jermaine Asako move to the 14 jersey. Jamil Hapoate gets another crack. Reese Kennedy in the 16 and Ben Teo in the 17. Reserves, Tom Dearden, uh, Ethan Bullimore, Tyson Gamble and Richard Kenner. Man, I don't know what they're thinking of having Isako on the wing on, on the in the reserves. I'm oh, sorry, mm. on the interchange. That's just it blows my mind. I think I've mentioned this to you earlier today. Having like I understand being, him being dropped from the team because his defense is pretty poor lately. Um, but to keep him on the interchange, where is he going to slot into? He's not gonna like I can't imagine that Seabold is going to take off a wing or a fullback on the interchange. Because like Isako can't play anywhere else, can he? It's stupid. He can play on the wing, and that's about it. Yeah. It's it's actually idiotic, and um, it makes no sense, mate. I, I can't understand what the hell they're bloody doing, yeah. and I think the fans out there have, are actually just fed up. They've had yeah. enough. It's absolutely crazy. I yeah. I mean, yeah. who knows? They might change it just before the game. Tom Dearden slots into fourteen or into the interchange. Yeah. Maybe that's the only thing that makes any kind of sense. But um, I, there's a few choices in this team that I don't understand. To be completely honest with you, I think the, the fact that Asako has been moved uh, is fine. But put him at 14, clearly we don't expect to score any tries because now that kicker is on the bench. Um, <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. Maybe Panka has um, been practicing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't think they plan on scoring too many anyway. Um, Darius Boyd, I mean, again, just woeful on the weekend, yet he's still there. It's like we're giving him a farewell tour, you know. It's ridiculous. Milford, he's on a million dollars, mate. He's He plays like someone that should be on 100 bucks playing park footy. Yeah. Are you going to heckle him at the game? Did he? I can't remember. I should have brought up the stats, but I swear they said he had three runs for like nine meters on the weekend. Yeah, it was like, something like that. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what an embarrassment, seriously. It's actually, it's insulting that he just gets to slot into that number six jersey week on, week out after his bullshit performances. Yeah. And find me me a Broncos fan that's happy with him being in the team, given what he's shown the last 12 months. Like, seriously, absolute disgusting. Um, And then on the bench, I'm sorry, but Reese Kennedy doesn't, should not be in the top 17. No. Especially not when... There's some other guys that probably deserve to be ahead of him. I, I don't understand that decision either. I don't think he offers anything. We've seen him a few times now off the bench, and he's he hasn't shown anything. Nothing. He's not an impact guy. You know, 
he's just not shown enough for me to warrant being in that 17. So I don't yep. know. No, fair enough. Um, on to the Titans team. Corey Thompson is at fullback, despite the fears around his jaw, but he's there. Um, Anthony Don and uh, Philip Sami are on the wings. Brian Kelly, Dale Copley in the centres. Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty in the six and seven. Um, Fodawaka uh, in the eight has been solid. Yeah. Mitch Rain in nine. Sam Lissoni in 10. Kevin Proctor in 11. Keegan Hipgrave and Jai Arrow round out the 12, 13. Tanner Boyd coming off the bench in the 14. Uh, Tyrone Peachy in the 15. Uh, Jarman Jolliffe uh, in 16. And Jared Wallace gets the call up. He does. And not just Jared Wallace. Mitch Rain slots in number nine. I think Aaron Clark mm. was doing a great job. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. That's a bit of a shake-up. I would assume my only uh, assumption there was he's looking for a bit more experience Yeah, to, to lead the team around. I think he might have thought they lacked a bit of direction, but they actually looked better last week when Tanner Boyd came on and played out of the, played out of the hooker role. So that yeah, seems to be working for him a little bit. Um, and it does suck that young Tom Opea is out as well. Injured he is. A bit of a knee issue. Yeah. Um, oh, mate. I'm not putting any money on it, but I've got to go the Bronx. Yeah. If you can't beat the Titans, then you might as well mail in the rest of the season, mate. Throw in the towel. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go Titans because... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going Titans purely because I think they're going to have more passion. Purely because you don't like the Broncos. Well, there's not just it's that. okay. It's okay. You can say it. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the Broncos. You're right, but... Um, they've really copped it this year. I think they've copped enough. Um, but like, I want them to lose to realize that the change that they made wasn't enough. Yeah, I know. If they win, they'll think that it was the answer. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, I agree with that. The problem I have, and I posted this online, is the accountability at that club is what's lacking right now. Yeah, it's a, it, it's actually a. They should be ashamed of the way that they're treating the players because. How do you expect to create a good culture when you you drop young guys and rookies who aren't actually the worst performers in the teams? When you've got guys like Milford and Boyd who are meant to be the leaders, they're on the big dollars, underperforming every single week, yeah. yet their positions are not under threat. And then if you're like if you're Jermaine Asako, could you imagine that you just see that these other guys just constantly are there without question? And then you have a crap game and then all of a sudden you're out. Yeah, like a sucker hasn't been lighting it on fire, but who has? In a beaten team that's been getting flogged week in, week out, his name is not in the top six, you know, five, six yeah. people that I would have firstly been putting my money behind getting moved. And he gets moved. Fine, that's fine. Make that decision. But like, what a cop out. Mm. How you, if you're Jermaine Asako, like it just eats away at you going, I'm getting punished over my performance. What about these guys? These guys don't have a single thing to answer to. It's embarrassing. The culture there is absolutely disgusting right now. And that's, I've lost a lot of confidence in, in white and, and Siebes. I just think can't defend some of these decisions. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, The last game on Saturday though, we have the Eels versus the Raiders, which is going to be a cracker of a game. Will be a good game. Um, can the Raiders can the Raiders get it done? 
I don't think they can. Not at Bank West. I think they're going to be staring at three. At no, it's not three. Three losses, is it? They bet the Tigers. Um, could have been three losses. Mm. Um, so the Eels are lining up with, uh, as far as I'm aware, almost the same except for one out, which hasn't been changed yet. Um, we've got Clint Gutherson in the fullback with Mike Acevo and Blake Ferguson on the wings. Michael Jennings and Wanga Blake in the centres with Dylan Brown and Mitch uh, Mitch Moses in the halves. Uh, the forwards consist of RCG, Regan Campbell-Gillard, and Reed Marnie. Obviously, he is still at number nine. He is an absolute machine. Um, Junior who's Paulo. The who's the uh, Queensland number nine? I did. No, who's the Queensland number nine? Marnie? Uh, yeah, Marnie. Or Harry Grant? No, Harry Grant can wait a year. This year, it'll be Marnie. Or Jake Friend. Nah, <laughs> Jake Friend's old. I reckon Jake Friend gets a nod. Why didn't he get a nod last year? Good question. I think he was <laughs> injured, actually. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Junior Paulo, Sean Lane, Ryan Madison, and at the moment, Nathan Brown in 13, which obviously will change. Uh, the interchange is Ray Stone, um, Nia Kore, Oregon Kafusi, and Blake, uh, Brad Takarangi. Um I would say Daniel Alvaro probably comes in for um, Nathan Brown. But who's to know? Who's to know? Has there been an update yet? No. Well, I haven't looked at it yet. Mm. It could be um, Gal. could be Gal, but you'd think Alvaro. Yeah. Um, the Raiders are lining up, as far as I know, exactly the way they were. Um, maybe. Nope. Nope. I think we have some change. All right, so we've got uh, at the fullback, uh, CNK, obviously Charles Nickel Klockstadt. He hasn't been as good as he has been in previous, previous months or mm. last year. Last year, um, yeah. Jordan Rapana and uh, Nick Kotrick on the wings with Jared Croker and Curtis Scott in the centres, uh, Jack Whiten and George Williams in the halves. Uh, the forwards are Josh Papali, Josh Hodson, uh, Soliola, Tarpany, Whitehead and Horsburgh. Uh, with the interchange being Havili, Emre Gula, Ryan Sutton, and Hudson Young. I think Dynamis Louie got dropped um, or got pushed out of the starting team into the reserves. Yeah. Um, yep. Poor Dynamis. He's been good for him. Um, but yeah, probably could be game of the game of the round. Um, who you got? got? Oh, I've, got the, <laughs> I've got the Eels at Bank yeah. West. Um, I, think, I think the Eels too. Yeah. I, yeah, I just... I think they can just put a score on the Raiders and the Raiders won't know what's happened. I think it'll be a close game. Okay. Okay. Um, Sunday. Sunday. Seagulls, Sharks. Um, this one is interesting because there's obviously some changes to to the teams. Um, big news for the Seagulls is that Dylan Walker and uh, Tommy Turbo are both going to be out. Yep. So it means a bit of a reshuffle. Um, Brendan Elliott fills in at the fullback spot with George Tafua and Ruben Garrick on the wings. Uh, Parker and Tavita Funa uh, in the centres. Lachlan Croker slots into the sixth jersey um, as he did on the weekend. Daly Cherry Evans in the seven. Adam Fanua Blake in eight. Danny Levi in the nine. Martin Tapau, Joel Thompson, Curtis Sirinan, and Jake Trebojevic. In, in the 13. Um, Cade Cust comes into the team. He does. On the bench. Um, uh, Jack, is it Kazuski? Go whiskey. Um, 
Gowiski? Um, no, Gosuki. 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 Sean Kepi and Teniola Paseka is in the 17. Mm. Um, for the Sharks, Matt Moylan at the back, uh, Sione uh, Katoa is fresh off a hat trick, Josh Dugan, Jesse Ramian, and Bryson Goodwin. Now, just for those having a look uh, online with the team list, they always show a, a headshot with the shoulders in it. <laughs> and I'm looking at a team full of Sharks jerseys, and then Bryson Goodwin is in a South Sydney Rapidos jersey. <laughs> it's because he was playing there before he left the NRL last time, and Come they haven't got a new photo. Come on now, sort your shit out. <laughs> Put the man in a Sharks jersey. This looks ridiculous. Sean Johnson in the six, Chad Townsend in seven, Andrew Fafita up front, uh, Blake Braley in the hooking role, Aaron Woods, Britton Nakora, Wade Graham, and Jack Williams round out the starting squad. Toby Rudolph holds down the 14 jersey. Braden Hamlin Ueli uh, in the 15. Um, uh, Talaki, uh, Talakai, sorry. Uh, Talakai in 16 and Royce Hunt in 17. Yeah. Something you forgot to mention. Well, you mentioned it, but you didn't really pick up on it. Uh, Marty Tapao's back from injury. Yeah. How'd that happened so quickly. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Good point. Um, I'm happy about that. He's in my fantasy team. And he's, <laughs> they need him. They need him up front. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know about this one. I, I feel like the loss of Tommy and Walker is pretty big. I just don't know that the Sharks have it. Have yeah. It to... I'm going to go Manly. Yeah, I'm going to go Manly as well. But because last year when Manly went, when Turbo went down with his hamstring, mm. they managed to get a bunch of wins together without him. True. I think Cherry Evans, we've talked about him before. I think that he just leads this team around and um, I think they've got the sort of squad to still knock over the Sharks. Yeah. Um, all right, the last, last game, game. Last game of the round, we have the Doggies versus the Tigers Ooh. at Bankwest. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a real, real interesting game um, because this, this game is going to prove whether or not the Tigers can compete day in, day out. Um, we tend to lose to the bottom end of the team, bottom end of the table. So we shall see. Um, the team list at the moment we have for the Bulldogs, uh, Will Hopawade in the fullback with Remus Smith and Dallin Watani Zelezniak on the wing. So he, sl- he go- drops out there and he was in the centre last week. Uh, with Kerrit Holland and Jake Avarillo in the centres with Kieran Foran and Brandon Wakeham in the, uh, in the halves. Uh, the forwards are Tuamonga, uh, Jeremy Marshall-King, Dylan Napa, Josh Jackson, Raymond Faitala-Mariner, and Adam Elliott, who is off, off contract this, this at the end of the season. And I reckon anyone should pick him up. He's, I don't think he'll stay at the dogs. He said, yeah. he said in an interview, he's chasing the money. He needs to support his family. Yeah, right. Um, Can't fault the guy for that, I guess. He's got some talent. Yeah, I think if he was to go to the Roosters or the Storm, he would be probably one of the best forwards in the game. Um, he's got the potential there, and he just needs to be under the right coach, and I don't think Dean Pay is the right man for him. Um, the interchange being Jack Cogger, who's back in the back in the team. Yeah, good with news. With Dean Britt, uh, Jesse Sue, and Ophahiki Ogden. Um, very, very interesting 
Um, obviously, having Jack Cogger back, he really did a number on us last year. <laughs> he's a good player. He's a great player. Um, but the Tigers are lining up exactly, or not exactly, we have a couple of injuries. Um, we've got Adam Dewey in the fullback, Jay, uh, David Nofaluma on the wing with uh, Tommy Talau on the other wing. So he's coming in for Robert Jennings. Um, our centres are um, Leilua and Embai, which they're no good centres. Yeah. No surprises. Um, Josh Reynolds is still in the sixth jersey with Benji Marshall out of the team and Luke Brooks in the halfback. Uh, the forwards are Josh Allier, Harry Grant, Oliver Clark slots in number 10 um, for the injured... I don't know who was in that. Oh, Zane Musgrove. Um, Luke Garner, Luciano Leilua, and Matt Eisenhuth slots in, slots in the 13 jersey with Alex Twell being injured. Um, the interchange, which I'm not happy about because Elijah Taylor's there, and I don't rate Elijah Taylor at all. Ouch. <laughs> he's um he's Sorry, always Elijah. Yeah. Sorry, Elijah. <laughs> he's just not a good player in my opinion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> legit, man. He's like just he's brutal. Watch him play. Watch him play. You'll think the same thing. Um, <laughs> Thomas McKayley, uh Sam McIntyre still gets his jersey, um, so it's his second game now. And Cheekam is also there with Benji Marshall, Chris Lawrence, Billy Walters, and Reese Hoffman in the reserves. Like ben- Benji Marshall, Chris Lawrence, and Billy Walters in the reserves. Has Has Benji played his last game? Um, I don't want to say yes, but I have a feeling it's a yes. Um, unless there's an injury. I, even even then, if it's an injury, I think Billy Walters comes in. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Who, Who you got? got? <laughs> Did we just do that last game? No, nah, that was two games ago. Um, I'm going to yeah, go... go... I, I would like to say the dogs, but I think... Where's, where's, where is this game? Sorry, did I miss that? Uh, it's at Bank West. Ooh, okay. I don't know whose home game it is because we both play their home. No, you play Campbelltown, mate. Well, okay, but we do oh, have... you mean because it's been moved? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I think if you go off form, it's got to be the Tigers. But I've just got a sneaky suspicion that the dog is my ambusher. Yeah, I'm going the dogs. Um, I'm going the dogs by uh, seven. Seven? Uh, yeah, dogs by seven. Who's slotting the field goal? Um, Cogger. Jeremy Marshall King. No, Cogger. Cogger. <laughs> Cogger to ruin you. Yeah, okay. Cogger ruined us last year. Um, but that does wrap up the round... Um, looking forward to it. Looking, yeah, really looking forward to it. I'm glad the Tigers are on Sunday, so it won't ruin my weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, the Bronx, they heard me. I, I lodged a petition to have the Broncos moved to any other day than to Thursday night because it ruins my entire weekend early. Yep. If now going to just ruin my Saturday night and Sunday. <laughs> um, so that's a step in the right direction. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, just before we do wrap it up, do you have any predictions for the round? Anything crazy that you might think will happen? Um, I think that after this round, we see another coach. That's going to be my prediction. We see yeah. another coach lose their gig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. either Dean Pay or Mary. 
has yeah. to be. You don't reckon of, um, the Cowboys coach? Cover his name. Paul Green. No, Paul Green. Paul Green. Paul Green safe. I think it'll be either Mary or or Dean Pay. I think they pull the pull the trigger, and I think if the doggies lose, Dean Pay is the guy that I think will will um will be out of a job. I love how Steve Ball's just chilling. <laughs> oh mate, got a five year deal. <laughs> Doesn't him matter and, about deals, man. Him and Milford are living the dream. This, yeah, yeah they really are. Um, I'm going to say that the by the end of the round, the Eels will not be on top of the ladder. Mm, okay. Didn't you pick them for the win? I did. So they're going to be on top of the ladder, mate. I mean, I could be wrong. Aren't they already first? Yeah. But I think like I could be wrong with them winning. Oh, okay. Okay. See? <laughs> it's a very hot prediction. Going I, against... I might be right in one of them. Yeah, you're going against your own prediction. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we, we shall see. We shall see. Um, but we will wrap it up. Um, thank you everyone who is always listening in on these. Um, we're going to be doing some more sharing around on this one and yep. the stats one is coming. So sit tight people. Absolutely. Sit tight. Um, and I, I, the only thing I just wanted to say, Dunk is, um, for people out there that are listening, um, let your voices be heard. If you've got anything that you want us to talk about, anything you want to add, um, hit us up on, on the socials and let us know if there's anything that you want to, that you want to hear about or talk about and, and, for sure. um, We'd love to hear from you guys. We would. Remember, tell two friends to tell two friends. Um, we will get the heck out of here, though. Have y'all selves a great, great weekend. Looking forward to the footy.